Good evening, welcome back to another episode. I'm your host, the messenger, John Rosenberg. Um, this is a continuation of the dating um, American women versus foreigners. Dating American women versus dating foreigners. What are what are the pros and cons? Uh, this I'm going to really address the men uh, on this back, guys. Um, we're going to dive in on the men. Um, I'll probably address some women also on this podcast. Uh, when it comes to dating, um, dating a foreigner will not change your perspective on marriage or dating itself. Now, we know that as men, we have we like to try variety. We like varieties of different culture, different flavors. So consequently, when we're on vacation, the next best thing to do is to go to another country, to venture out to see the culture. Now, when it comes to dating and marriage, that's when you guys miss the mark. You can go to Brazil, uh, Medellin, Colombia, Venezuela, Argentina, uh, Sosua, Dominican Republic, Haiti, Puerto Rico, um, the Philippines, Thailand. It's the same principle because you, when you in, enter those countries, you have to keep that in mind. If I plan to stay there or if I plan to marry somebody from those countries, what do I have to do? First and foremost, you must learn the language and you must know the culture. This is why you guys are catching major L's. Yes, I said it. You are catching major L's out here. Now, do not shame sisters just because you have other tastes for other women. You want to try other flavors. We, they get that. A lot of sisters understand that some of you guys love to travel and those of you who have the money and the expertise to travel overseas, um, we get it. But don't shame your sisters because of, you know, mishap, you know, because of, mis- um, uh, you know, you have a disagreement with them. Less, not every relationship are peaches and cream. 95% of them are not. Housing, 98% of them are not peaches and cream, contrary to popular belief. You know, you have to go by individual because a lot of brothers, we left our sisters by themselves. You know, we have children now, you got red locks. And this is why, there's, you know, the single woman is so high. You know, that's why we have a lot of single mothers out here. Uh, some of it, most of it is our fault. Some of it is their fault. Because, like I said in the last podcast, because the justice system is catered towards the woman. This is why a lot of men, sometimes they are frustrated after a divorce particularly one, two divorce, sometimes three divorce, which is ridiculous, um, they try to venture out to other cultures. Now, what they fail to realize, once you get on that plane and go to another country, yes, there are tricksters over there too. <laughs> Don't get it misconstrued. Don't get it twisted. There are a whole bunch of prostitutes over there, whether it's Thailand, um, Dominican Republic, Colombia, Puerto Rico, Brazil, um, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. There are holes everywhere. So now when you go to those countries, you meet those locals, particularly you meet those women at the beach, at the bar. Now, they are exception to the rules. I'm not saying everybody at the beach are prostitute. That's not what I'm trying to convey here. You have a good, I'll say about 65 to 70% of them, they are prostitutes. 
they are looking for a way out. Because a lot of those people when they come from poor background, they're looking for sugar daddies, they're looking for visas, they're looking for money. So you come to those countries, you're a target. Okay, especially if you flash, you become a target because they say, oh, you try to be Papa Chulo. So Papa Chulo, so now you become a target. You flashy, you know, you now it doesn't matter if you got it, that's fine, but don't flaunt it. When you flaunt your, your money like that, and you must have bodyguard if you're going to do that. Because if you're by yourself, you're a local traveler, don't be flying your stuff because you will get robbed. And those women, they will set you up because they already know you're a, grand, you're a foreigner. So, therefore, you are bound to get set up. So, you have to be mindful of that. So, you can't be flying your stuff out there. Now, when it comes to dating and marriage, there are two different things. Many men, they get caught up out there. They get caught up in this nostalgia. They get caught up in fantasy land. They met some beautiful woman. I mean, the bodies started out, brick house. I mean, some of those men, they never... <laughs> shout out to the pestle men. Shout out, some of those men, they've never been around beautiful women. So, especially those of us who came from the Midwest, uh, maybe the dirty South, you have never seen, maybe on TV, but you haven't never seen beautiful women in your neighborhood or your city where you're from. You may have seen one or two here and there, but you don't see a lot of beautiful women. Now, when you go to Brazil, Brazil is another country that mess people, that's all over the world, that mess people's mind, men's mind and women's mind. Because a lot of those people in the beach, they're in top shape. You have some out of shape too, but the majority of them are in shape. So, and it, you know, there's some foreigners in the mix but you have those women there in shape. So when you go there, they, some of them are submissive. Um, submission, like I, I already told you what submission means. Um, so when they go there, they lose their mind because they've never been exposed to such a culture, to such a people like that. So they have a tendency of just losing their mind. So now when that happens, they are vulnerable. They, they are they're easy picking, right? We call it easy picking. They become vulnerable. They're like a gazelle in the Serengeti <laughs> waiting for a lion to devour. That's what you become. You become a gazelle in the Serengeti waiting for a lion to devour your ass. So that's the predicament you are in when you're in a foreign country because you don't know the language. You don't know the culture. You doesn't know those things. So consequently, it backfires against you as a man and as a woman. Those of you who are looking for... Uh, men in other, other cultures. Now, here's the problem that I think the Peso men have also addressed. You cannot shame black women for dating other cultures, other women. Don't do that. When you do that, you look like an oxymoron. Yes, we have some uh, black women who are ratchet and thoughts. We know who they are. You see them, they're in, you know, they're in your, uh, your church, they're at your job, they're in your neighborhood. They, they, they mean you, you have some in your family. Let's keep it a buck. You know who they are. So like I said, don't shame sisters. And same thing with the sister. Do not shame black men because you're dating a Caucasian or a so-called Hispanic Latino man. Don't do that. That's a no-brainer. That's a no-go. Do not shame your man because of that. Same vice versa. The men, black men, do not shame the sisters. Granted, we know the system, yes, the justice system, yes, is catered towards the woman. That's black. That's every American woman. Every woman. Every woman. Every woman. So as long as you live in the United States, the system is catered for you. 
This is why most of the divorce are filed, all they filed by women. Now, granted, it each relationship is different. Each relationship might be different dynamic. Some of you guys get caught up in infatuation. Infatuation and love are totally, are totally different things. Now, uh, marriage is based on relationship and family. Family first, relationship second. It's not really based on love, contrary to popular belief. A marriage is based on um, family first, second relationship. It's not love. It's not love. I know we've been told that, but they have wrongly misguided you, mislead us saying, pastors been saying this shenanigans. It's based on family and relationship. This is what this is the cornerstone of the marriage. So that being said, those of us who travel abroad, now you have brothers who have businesses, and they travel a lot. So they are there in different countries and having a good time if they're single or if they're married. So you know, I'm not throwing shades here. To each his own. But you have brothers now who are simping. They are simping. Um, those brothers they've never been around beautiful women. And a lot of them are out of shape, you know. They can't get any woman here in the United States. So they venture out to other um, countries, try to shame sisters, said sisters of this and that and this, because you can get them. You know, you can't really get those kind of sisters. Now, as men, we have to date within our means, within our income brackets. There are sisters out there, me, <laughs> I ain't going to try to holler at them because I know that they're not in my income level. So I'm not going to waste my time. Now, if they holler at me, that's a different ball game. But those of you, you know, the woman making eight, nine figures, you're making four, five figures, she's not your income bracket. Now, you cannot base a relationship based on money, but you have to use some, you have to be realistic here. You, those women, they're not going to look your way more than likely unless you, unless you really had a great impression on them. Then some women, they don't mind dating an average working man. Most women don't mind dating an average working man. But you have some of them, they want to date the elites. And that's their prerogative. They have the right to do so. You can't shame him because of that. And vice versa, they cannot shame us because of that if we choose to date other people. Now, those women who are delusional, who not, who don't got their shit together looking for 10 figures, 9 finger men, you out your mind. Kevin Simon was right about you. You crazy. You out your mind. But those of them who have the credentials, they work hard, they, they, have, their, you know, they have their education, they're in shape. You see, I say in shape. Now, out of shape, they take care of their bodies. They, um, you know, they're not um, superficial. They're organic. So those women, I give them a pass. But brothers, we keep doing that too. We keep showing yourself in our feet because this is a community that raised you. you. Your mother raised you. You came from a black woman. So you cannot, yes, there's some discourse. You can say um, there's certain things I don't like about black women. And they, can, they have the same right to say there's certain things they don't like about us. It goes both ways. But when you start dating a foreigner, you can, you know, just, you know, dismiss your sisters because you had a fallout with them. You can't do that because you can't generalize everything because we all had bad relationship, myself included. So I can't take that to the next relationship. I can't do that. But many of us, we have a tendency of doing that. Just because you have a, a bad experience with one person, that doesn't mean you, you're going to have the same experience with another person. 
you know, each person are different. Each people are different. Each black women are different, so-called black. So you cannot put that on. A, you can't say just like the media. Like I said, you can't go what the media is showing us. Yes, they always portray us in bad in bad way. Whether as our women, our men, they, that's what they do. They've been doing this propaganda for over a hundred years now. They always want to portray us in bad light. So you must keep that in mind. So when you're dating another foreigner, especially uh, Hispanic, let me address the brothers who are dating Hispanic, so-called Hispanic Latino women. You know that there's a there's a colorism in their culture. This is why when you watch, when you go to the uh, other uh, land like the DR, you see the majority of people are dark skin. Same thing in Cuba, same thing in Puerto Rico. But when you turn on the TV, what you see, you see a bunch of gringos. You see a whole bunch of Caucasian on those television. You're like, wait a minute. That doesn't, that is not a reflect of the population. This is, but that's what I'm saying. They have a, they have colorism problem. Here we have uh, systematic racism. Over there, they have colorism. So you must understand that and overstand what I'm saying. So when you interact with those women, especially you try to be married with them, you got to be careful who you married. Because a lot of those women, they came from poor background. Now, you're not going to find an upper middle class woman. They're not going to mess with you because they have access. They, they've been over on the world. They have money. So they're not really thirsty like those women at the beach that's thirsty and needy. They're not like that. They're not going to be all over you because they travel just like you travel. And they have money. So they're not going to be like astonished like the, the other poor woman that's in desperate need. So that's why they, they're so submissive because now you're taking care of their bills. Here's an, uh, I, I spoke about it in the last podcast. Don't make any promises to those women. Stop sending money to those women. Okay, unless if you married them, that's different. If you are married to them, that's okay. That's on you. You want to make that judgment. That's, that's, you have to send the money because you're married to them or they have your children. But you haven't done those things. Do not send money every week, every month, every... Don't send money. Now, if you want to help them out every now and then, that's your call. That's not my call. A lot of brothers, they get cut out there by looks, and they lost themselves, and then they end up spending their life saving, their retirement on those women. And those women, they talk to other men. You're not the only men they are talking to. you. <laughs> that's why you guys missed the mark. You are not the only one they are talking to. They're getting money from different men in different countries. Some women, that's what they do for a living. They are tricksters. The same thing with the gigolos over there in those countries. Those men, they do the same thing. They, 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 they pick on foreign women who are desperate for relationship, who are desperate for love and husband, all of the above. So they, they, they pick on those women. And those women spend millions of dollars annually on those men. Buying them gifts, flying them out to their country, and wasting time, wasting money, wasting energy. Same thing with those men. A lot of those men, they, they fly out those women to the United States, hoping under those guise of marriage, and then they find out it's a waste of time, a waste of money, a waste of energy. But to alleviate all that, when you're on vacation, we granted, we love to have fun. You know, we know that. We are men, we are out here. You want to have fun. You want to enjoy your vacation. Enjoy yourself. 
But for not one second, don't try to wife those women. Those women, you can, they are not wife material. Once again, they are exception to the rules. You can't find one wife in the bunch. But uh, we're going by the law of average here. You heard about the law of average. If you go by the law of average, you can't wife those women. You're going to be extremely, extremely disappointed once you bring them to the United States. And this is what this is a dilemma that a lot of brothers are facing. They get to DR and they get hypnotized by the big booty, by they, they go to uh, the Medellin and they met those beautiful women, and they get hypnotized, and they forget themselves. They forget why they were there. Yes, you're on vacation. Have fun. Knock yourself out. Have fun. Enjoy yourself. But not for one. Well, you cannot wipe those women you met at the bar. Or at the beach, you can't wife them. Now, you might find one or two in the bunch that's wife material. But 95, 98% of them, they are not wife material. You must understand that. You must overstand that. Many of us, who, especially those of us who have never been overseas, or forget about being overseas, who have never been around beautiful women. So once they travel oversee and they get to see beautiful women on a daily basis, those men, they, you've seen the video, they lose their mind. This is what Peso Men was talking about. They forget why they were there. You on vacation, granted, and stop shaming the sisters. You cannot shame the sisters because you had a bad relationship. That's not on, that's on you. you. You choose the women to sleep with them. Like they said, it takes two to tango. Same thing with the woman. You choose that to be with that man. So if it didn't work out, it just didn't work out. Whether you were dating, marriage, the relationship came to an end. Whether it was sour or sweet, hey, whatever. It comes to an end, so you got to move on. But you cannot shame a whole demographic because you had a bad experience. All of us had bad experience in a relationship. We all have. With women, with men, we all have. Now, when it comes to the black community, a lot of those men, unfortunately, they don't take responsibility for their own bullshit. You have a lot of kids here with single mothers out here. And the men is the head of the household, the head of the community. So we have to we engage ourselves in our community. You have a lot of single mothers out here, roughly about 80%. Um, black women in this country and in other countries too, but particularly here in the United States, are single mothers. We are the cause of that. It's the men. We are the cause of that. Yes, there were some other women there are Tadish. We know that. We know who they are. We can identify them, but not all of them are Tadish. I know a lot of, you know, because of the justice system, nowadays it's hard to find traditional uh, women because time have changed. So most women, they're educated, they're well-traveled, they make more money than the average men. So this is a reality that we must face in the black community. So we have to make way, we have to come together as one unit. We all, we got, we can't be shaming each other on a daily basis. Once, once you go overseas, you say, oh, there, you can, there's no black, there's no good women in America. That's a lie. That's a big fat lie. Now, what you have to say that is the system. The system is catered towards the woman. It's not the woman's fault. It's the feminist movement 
and those liberals' policies. You know about the liberal policies that really that destroy the black community with welfare, the gun, uh, drug, uh, the drug uh, policies. All of them have dismantled the black family. The crack epidemic in the eighties. So you know about those things. Well documented. It's well documented. So you cannot be shaming sisters just because you are dating uh, a foreigner. You can't do that. Just say you wanted to venture out and try new flavors. We get that. I get it. But don't shame your sisters because you want to date other women. You make yourself look bad. You make everybody look bad. Same thing goes with the sister. Don't shame black men because you want to date Caucasian men. Don't do that. Don't say Caucasian men are better than black men. Don't say that. You look like an idiot. Don't do that. That's not called for. If you choose to be with a Caucasian man, that's your prerogative. That's your life. You choose to be a Caucasian or a Hispanic man. But don't shame us. No, don't say those men are better than... Da, 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 da. Don't do that. And same thing with the men. If you choose to date an a Asian woman... We, you have a lot of Asian women who are ratchet. Let's keep it a buck. You have an Asian woman who are rude. Now it comes to their culture. Their culture, they train them different. You see, it's culture different. There's different things, different with different cultures. You see, that's why they are more submissive. They, they are more attentive. Now, a lot of times those women are quiet because they don't understand the language. It's not that they're being submissive. They try to understand what's being said. So that's why they stay quiet, not because they are submissive. <laughs> they stay quiet because a lot of times they don't speak English. So they have to be quiet to dissect what's being said in the dialogue. So you can't say that all of them are submissive. No, you got to be very careful with that. You got to pump your brakes on this thing. And submission means respect and listening. It's not you being somebody doormat. And that goes for all the, the women out here. All the men that like to preach to the woman, they have to be submissive. And if you cannot lead that woman and provide for that woman, hey, guess what? She's not going to be submissive towards you. She can't. I don't care what color she is. You have to be able to lead her and you have to be able to protect her and provide for her. Once you can do those things, she will submit herself. Now you have some women who have some, a lot of masculine energy, which I call lesbian energy or Jezebel spirit. Those women, they can't find men because they are that they want to, to run everything. They want to wear the pants in the relationship. They want to be the man of the relationship. And that it is, is not good. It's the no-go, no bueno. Those kind of women, they, they end up single and they get heartbroken. Now, do we have submissive um, traditional women in America? Yes, we do. But they, they, <laughs> the, the percentage is very small because... Once again, of the system. Because nowadays, most women are educated, they make more money, and they well travel. So most women, they're in the workforce. So back in the days, the women used to stay home and take care of the kids, take care of the household. Nowadays, women out there working just as, as much as men. And they make just as much as men. Not on, on all profession. You know, some profession, men make more money. But other profession, women make more money. So we have to be aware of this reality. Um, dating a foreign woman won't change your perspective on marriage or relationship. It's whatever you like. But don't shame your sisters 
because you want to date outside your race, vice versa. The sister cannot shame the man because she want to date outside her race. Like I said, me, I wholeheartedly prefer my sisters. It's a, it's a spiritual thing for me. So on a mental, spiritual level, I prefer to date my sisters. Now, I've dated other, uh, other women in other cultures. But this is why a lot of us, when you meet those women, you get all caught up in the looks and you forget yourself. And it happens to me too. Sometimes you get caught up in, in, on, on looks. But it's more than her physical. So you have to know the culture. You have to know the language. Whether you date an African, same thing. You have to know the culture. And then when you know you just date somebody and you marry them, and one month, a year down the line, you realize you make a big mistake, then guess what? You have to file for a divorce. You have to separate. So you could have you stopped yourself from wasting all this money, all this energy on this marriage because you didn't have the time to learn her culture or learn his culture, his language. So a lot of those women, too, when they, their family, sometimes when they date so-called black men, their family, they kind of, they don't, they're not too happy about it. Okay, if you go to the middle, upper class, they're really not happy about it. So you have to keep that in mind. You see, now, once again, there are, there are exceptions to the rules. You, I mean, you can't find a wife that's uh, genuine, and that really want to be with you. But don't lose yourself at the beach or at the bar thinking that you're going to find your wife. My friend, you are wasting your time, your money, and your energy. You're going to be extremely, extremely disappointed. And this is the rea- this harsh reality that most black men face when they go overseas by bringing those women over here. Now, those of us who go out there and have a good time, get a smash piece for the week, for the month, hey, kudos to you. But those of us who go out there try to get married, <laughs> my friend, I feel sorry for you. Very, very sorry for you. Once again, you can follow me on Instagram at Lucandy underscore lifestyle. You can follow me on Facebook. You can also follow me on Twitter at John Rosenberg. And you can also follow me on TikTok. The objective is to get to 1 billion listeners monthly. It's bound to happen. It's going to happen. One love, one God, one nation.